Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that I now have a YouTube channel. So all of my podcast episodes are now airing on YouTube first. So if you like YouTube, if you want to see all these episodes in video format, you can find that at youtube.com forward slash at the unconventional RD. Look forward to having you as a new subscriber, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. Are you constantly overwhelmed by the need to create fresh and engaging blog content? You're not alone. But the good news is you're probably overcomplicating it. In this video, I'm going to share my top strategies for coming up with tons of blog post ideas in 30 minutes or less. Once you have those ideas, all you need to do is hone them with a little keyword research and then schedule them into your content calendar. But coming up with the ideas in the first place does not need to be complicated. All right, let's dive in. Strategy number one, leverage Facebook groups for fresh insights. This strategy involves immersing yourself in Facebook groups related to your niche where your potential readers or clients have discussions. These groups are gold mines for content ideas. And when you enter these groups, your goal is not to self-promote, but really your goal is to tune in and listen to the conversations that are happening, understand the real questions and concerns that the folks in your niche are expressing day in and day out. So here's how you do it. Number one, identify your audience. For instance, if you blog about celiac disease, just type celiac into the Facebook search bar and explore the groups that pop up. Number two, observe and learn. Once you join a group, be a keen observer. It's not mandatory to actively engage, although building rapport can be an added advantage. Number three, note down common themes. As you browse these groups, jot down recurring themes or questions that you see coming up. And then the last point is I want you to use their language. So when you're going about crafting your content later on after you vet some of these ideas, I want you to make sure that you're mirroring the phrasing and the terminology that people are using in these groups. So this is going to ensure that you're answering the exact questions that these people are having in a manner that's really going to resonate with them. So your task is to spend just five minutes scrolling through a group that you've joined and list down 10 potential content ideas based on the questions and discussions that you see. To flesh this out, I actually went into a celiac disease support Facebook group that I'm a member of. And just in a few minutes, here are some of the real life immediate content ideas that struck me. Number one, tips for vegetarians with celiac disease. Number two, ranking the top 10 gluten-free pastas. Number three, guidance on replacing your kitchenware post-diagnosis. Number four, understanding the need for gluten-free personal care products. And number five, exploring the connection between celiac and other autoimmune diseases. So the key takeaways here, dive into Facebook groups with an open mind and a readiness to learn. This strategy is about acknowledging and understanding the pulse of your potential audience and using those insights to craft content that hits home. Strategy number two is similar. This involves diving into the depths of Quora and Reddit. So if you don't love Facebook, you don't want to have an account for whatever reason, don't worry, you can perform similar tactics on Quora and Reddit. Here's how you do it. 
First, join Reddit and browse niche subreddits. So on Reddit, subreddits are similar to niche Facebook groups. They are spaces where people go to discuss a common interest, except that on Reddit, you can be 100% anonymous. And similarly, you can head over to Quora.com, sign up for an account, and search for topics related to your niche there as well. Quora is a question and answer site, so someone will post a question and receive responses. So you can look for commonly asked questions in your niche on that website as well. So again, the whole point here is to identify key questions. Delve into these forums and find recurring questions or doubts or confusion points that seem to plague your potential readers. Utilize the questions you find as potential blueprints for future content. So your task, spend a little time on both of these platforms, Reddit and Quora, and just like with Facebook groups, make a list of 10 potential content ideas based on the questions and discussions that you encounter. These platforms can be a rich source of inspiration, offering insights into the exact information that your potential audience is seeking. So I went on to Reddit and Quora and typed in a few ideas. I think I looked up sports nutrition on these platforms and some immediate ideas that caught my attention were decoding the difference between whey protein and creatine, the impact of alcohol on athletic performance, and a guide to the best snack foods for bodybuilders. So the key takeaways here, Quora and Reddit are amazing places to understand exactly what your target audience is keen on learning. These platforms not only offer a glimpse into the main concerns your people are having, but again, it shows you the language and the terminology that your potential readers are using as well, which can be incredibly useful later on when you go to do keyword research for your blog post. So it's all about hitting that sweet spot where you're answering the exact questions that people are having in their minds in a way that is both accessible to them and understandable because you're mirroring their language back to them. Strategy number three, this involves using the index section of books as gold mines for fresh content ideas. Here's how you do it. Number one, dust off your books. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that either on your bookshelf or in your Kindle, you have books that align with your niche. They could be nutrition textbooks, cookbooks, or even just trending books in your current field. I want you to grab one of those books and then explore the index section. So flip to the end of the book and just look at what's in the index. This area categorizes all the topics covered in the book. This is going to provide you with a comprehensive list of content ideas that you may not have explored yet. Then I want you to jot down potential topics. So as you browse through the index, make a list of topics that catch your eye and seem promising for your content strategy. So your task? Find a few books in your niche or download them to your Kindle or get them for free from the library and then flip to the index. What topics are these books covering that you haven't covered on your website yet? Add those to your idea list. Key takeaways, you are surrounded by a sea of ideas just waiting to be discovered in these books. So when in doubt, return to the basics. Open a book, flip through the index, and let inspiration strike. Strategy number four, pick up on trends. I really believe that you should always have your finger on the pulse of what's happening right now in your industry. And there are a few ways that I like to keep up on trends that I'm gonna share with you right now and then show you how you can utilize that information for creating content on your website as well. So number one, I want you to subscribe to relevant sources in your industry. So if you know of some websites that keep up on current trending news in your space, I want you to sign up for their RSS feed using a tool like Feedly. So this is a free tool where you can get 
all the new content published on someone's website listed out for you in a feed format. So you can get all the content from all the websites you'd like to follow in your Feedly feed reader for free. <laughs> so this is a great way to stay up to date with your favorite blogs and follow the latest trends in your niche. And if you have a budget for this, you can also check out tools like Exploding Topics, which is created by Brian Dean, which documents the latest trends in a variety of industries. So you can become a free subscriber for Exploding Topics and get a small snippet of their trending topics emailed to you for free, or you can upgrade to the paid plan and get all of the trending topics sent to you right away. And this allows you to get a little head start on your competition if not everyone has started writing about these trending topics yet. Number two, I want you to monitor trends with Google Trends. So Google Trends is a free tool. You can go to their website and gauge the popularity of different search terms and also see a historical graph of how the popularity has changed with time. So if you just search for Google Trends in Google, you'll be able to find that website right away. And number three, I want you to keep up on social media. So be vigilant about trends on social media platforms and follow them to get an understanding of what is capturing the attention of your target audience right now. If you get lucky, you might spot a trend early and be one of the first people to create blog content on these trends. And you can get a nice pop of traffic from that if that content starts to rank. So your task each week, I want you to browse your feeds and social media. Are you seeing any topics coming up again and again? Popular recipes of the month, trending industry news you should cover, add those ideas to your list. And if you're not sure which trend ideas to prioritize, that's when I want you to pop over into Google Trends and see which ideas are experiencing the biggest surge of popularity in Google search right now. Then you can try to outsmart your competition. So there are a lot of bloggers and content creators out there who will only rely on keyword research tool data when crafting their content. So they will never be ahead of the trends. These keyword research tools have a lag in picking up what's currently popular in the search results right now. So you, by keeping your finger on the pulse of your industry, will be able to find these trending topics before anyone else and possibly create blog content around these topics that will rank before your competition does. So I would strongly consider reserving space in your content calendar for trends. So the thing with trends is that they probably will fade and stop bringing consistent traffic over the long term. So I wouldn't spend all of your time crafting blog content around trends, but it could be worth carving out time every month to cover something trendy. So key takeaways, trends come and go, but striking a balance between evergreen and trending content can be the key to a vibrant and thriving blog. Supplementing your core content with trending topics not only adds a fun element, but also offers an excellent opportunity to capitalize on quick traffic gains before your competition. Strategy number five, utilize research digests. So staying informed and including the most up-to-date research findings can give your blog a big edge. Research digests can be a great source of this cutting edge information. So here's how you can make the most of it. Number one, subscribe to relevant research digests. Services like Science Daily will deliver summarized research updates via RSS feed on almost any topic you can imagine. So you can use that feed reader tool that I talked about moments ago, Feedly, to subscribe for whatever topic you're interested in and have a running list of the current research right there to just quickly skim through. 
you can also create alerts on Google Scholar. So Google Scholar is like another alternative to PubMed. It's a little bit easier to use. I like the interface a lot better. Uh, it allows you to create alerts for specific keywords relevant to your field. So you can create an alert and they will email you anytime a new research article is published on that topic. So you can be the first to know and then incorporate that new research into your content. You can also consider paid services that try to simplify this process for you. So there are platforms out there like Examine Plus, for example, that offer in-depth research digests on various nutri nutrition topics. So they will present a curated collection of the most clinically relevant studies with summaries, which then you can pull from to write about on your blog as well. So your task is once you're subscribed to some of these research digests, make it a habit to read through them each week and keep abreast of any industry updates. You can then make use of this up-to-date research in several ways. Number one, content enhancement. Use the findings from these digests to update your existing blog posts with the latest research. This will ensure that your content stays fresh and relevant. And once your blog is over a year old, I typically recommend dedicating about 50% of your content calendar to updating old content and 50% to creating new content. So when you're like, oh, well, what am I supposed to be adding to my posts when I'm updating them? This is the type of stuff you wanna add, current fresh research that your competition hasn't covered yet. You can also make use of this research in other ways like creating engaging social media content. You can share interesting research snippets on your social media platforms and potentially spark engaging discussions and attract more followers in your space. You can also use this content in your email newsletters. You can incorporate the latest research insights into your email newsletters, offering your subscribers value-added content and encouraging them to stay subscribed. So key takeaways, keeping up to date with the latest research allows you to stay ahead in your field and share the most current insights with your audience. Regularly updating your content with validated research fosters trust with your audience and builds your reputation as a reliable source of information. Strategy number six, use Google itself. So here's how you do it. The first one, Google autocomplete. So when you are in Google and you start typing a query into Google search bar, you will see autocomplete suggestions begin to appear based on the most popular things people are searching for right now. So if you see something exciting, add it to your list of potential blog post ideas. Number two, check out the other searches area. So after you conduct a search and scroll down to the bottom of the page, you will find a section titled Others Searched or Other Searches. And this provides you with more popular search queries related to that initial thing that you searched for. So if you see any good ideas there, add them to your list as well. Third, check out the people also ask section. So in some search results, not all, but in some, you will find a section in the search results called people also ask, where Google displays other commonly asked questions related to whatever you searched for. So depending on how niche these questions are, you can either craft whole blog posts around these additional questions or include them as frequently asked questions inside the posts that you're already working on for whatever topic that you Googled. 
And finally, consider branching out. So it is extremely common when you Google something to find not only blog posts in the search results, but also perhaps long form video, short form video, images, or maybe even web stories. They call these visual stories in the Google search results. So if you see other forms of content on a keyword that you're trying to rank for, consider branching out and creating additional forms of content around this topic to try to nab those placements in the search results as well. So your task, whenever you're looking for more content ideas, let the current Google search results and autocomplete function lead the way. Oftentimes, just evaluating the search results for a keyword that you're already ranking for can inspire new ways to breathe life into your content and help you grab new spots within the search results, or even just update the content with things like frequently asked questions that will help you rise higher in the rankings. So key takeaways, if you're ever in a rut, don't sleep on the power of Google for coming up with new ideas. Sometimes it's as simple as covering related topics or expanding into new forms of media on topics you've already covered. And before we sign off here today, I have one more bonus strategy, and that is leveraging ChatGPT for even more ideas. So if you have not dabbled with AI in your content creation process yet, this is a fun one. Here's how you do it. The first way is to brainstorm topic categories. So you can log into ChatGPT and ask it something like, what topics should a blog that teaches blank, whatever your niche is, cover? And use the suggestions that they give you to brainstorm topic clusters that you can cover on your site. You can also use it to find commonly asked questions. Ask ChatGPT, what are some common questions people have about blank? And then you can add any topics that you might not have already thought of to your idea list. And third, you can use it to reveal related topics. Ask ChatGPT, what are some semantically related keywords I should include on a blog about blank? Google will take that question and spit out related topics that it's very essential that you cover on your website in order to be competitive and appear as a topical authority on that subject. So your task is to sign up for ChatGPT and start playing around with prompts. I do recommend upgrading to the $20 a month plan so that you can access ChatGPT 4. The free plan only allows you to access ChatGPT 3.5, which is obviously better than nothing, but the output that you'll get is a lot better on ChatGPT 4. So the more specific you can get with your prompts, typically the better the output will be. And this is going down a huge rabbit hole, honestly. If you wanna learn more about how to prompt ChatGPT, there's a whole emerging field in this industry called prompt engineering that you can look into. But the key takeaways here is to use ChatGPT or other AI tools that you might like for brainstorming topic ideas quickly. Try some of the prompts I just suggested and then start making your own riffs. Okay, now that you have a bank of at least 30 potential content ideas, and hopefully you didn't spend more than 30 minutes doing this, you can delve into how to refine these concepts and create a content plan that will perform well in Google. So first, I want you to kind of sort through the ideas and identify the perfect medium for each. So start by segregating the topics of your brain dump based on the medium that they're best suited for, be it blog posts, YouTube videos, newsletter ideas, or social media content. Since I teach SEO, we're gonna focus on trying to take those ideas and find keywords that will help us create content that will rank in Google and grow our audience size. 
So to do that, we need to delve into keyword research. So before you commit to writing a blog post on any of these ideas, it is critical to first perform keyword research and see whether you actually have a shot at ranking on the first page of Google for these topics. Most likely, you will find that you have lots of good ideas written down, but not all of them are going to make good blog posts. We need to use keyword research tools like KeySearch or SEMrush to find high volume, low difficulty keywords that relate to our ideas that we wrote down so that the content that we create actually has a shot at ranking in the Google search results. If you write blog posts targeting keywords that are too difficult or that no one is actually searching for, you're not gonna get the results that you're hoping for. For instance, if you specialize in prenatal nutrition and you wanna write about the topic of prenatal vitamins, what I want you to do is input that phrase, prenatal vitamins, into the keyword research tool of your choice. This will generate a list of keywords related to the topic of prenatal vitamins. Then you can refine those results based on search volume and difficulty to try to cherry pick the best keywords you can write about that will actually rank and bring you traffic. If you don't know exactly how to do that, that's specifically what I teach inside my course, SEO Made Simple. So you can learn more about that and sign up if you're interested at seofreebie.com. And I don't want you to get discouraged if you are doing keyword research and you're finding that a large portion of your ideas aren't gonna work for blog posts. Chances are you're gonna stumble across ideas for topics that are already dominated by huge authority websites in the search results. So you're probably not gonna have a good shot at actually ranking if you wrote about those topics. But don't be disheartened. These topics can still be useful for you. For example, you might write a blog post about a much more niche a specific question that someone has, but then take that bigger question that you have probably no chance at ranking for and turn that into a lead magnet on your website. So create a free valuable offer around that topic for your ideal customer. You already know they're probably interested in it if a zillion people are Googling it every month. So you can attract them through a smaller topic and then present them with a free lead magnet that meets their higher pressing need and gets them on your email list. You can also utilize those topic ideas in emails or social media posts as well. But I don't want you to lose sight of the bigger picture of the purpose of your website. So the main reason your website exists is to serve your ideal reader and customer, sometimes even at the expense of potentially ranking in the search results. So if you come across a topic that you really feel is critical for your niche and you feel like your people need this information and you wanna create a resource from you for your people, go ahead and create that cornerstone content on your website anyway. This can help you establish your topical authority, even if that content won't necessarily rank by itself in Google. And you can utilize those core pieces in other ways with your customers and audience. For example, maybe you work with clients and you get the same questions again and again, you can have resources on your website that you share with them when these questions come up, even if they're too difficult to rank for. Or perhaps you have cornerstone pieces of content or opinion pieces that you wanna create and share with your audience via your newsletter to establish yourself as a thought leader in your space. So the last step here is gonna be taking these ideas and putting them into your content calendar. So once you've identified the most promising candidates for your blog posts, slot these ideas into your content calendar prioritized based on their SEO potential. Similarly, you can schedule the creation for other forms of content like social media content calendar, email newsletter calendar, etc., and have a clear roadmap for the coming weeks and months ahead in your business. 
Then you can honestly breathe a sigh of relief as you've ticked off this substantial task from your list. Now you have a reservoir of well-researched ideas at your disposal, ready to be crafted into engaging content pieces, all systematically scheduled to ease your mental load. And if you would like more guidance and feedback and handholding around this topic, I invite you to explore my course, SEO Made Simple. I will teach you step-by-step literally everything for setting up your website, tracking your stats and progress, doing keyword research, coming up with your content calendar, writing blog posts that will rank, and becoming a trustworthy source of information in the eyes of Google. Plus all the advanced techie stuff behind the scenes that is involved in creating a well-functioning website that will enhance your online business's reach. So now that you understand exactly how to come up with 30 or more blog post ideas in 30 minutes or less, get out there and do it. Brain dump your ideas in one document, refine them through keyword research, and then slot them into your content calendar. Then show up each week and create the content. And again, if you wanna know more about how you can use SEO to grow your business and you'd like more information on my course, SEO Made Simple, you can watch my free training at seofreebie.com. Hope to see you there.